Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the third episode of Kiln. My name is Micah Gallardo. I'm here with Justin Avila, owner and founder of Good Mood. Justin, how are you doing? Hey, uh, you know, it's a beautiful day outside today. We got the sun shining. I got fresh air breathing. Um, I'm good. Life is good. Nice. That's (laughs) great. Can you, before we start, can you tell a little bit of people about what you do? Because I know what you do. I've been involved with some of the things that you've done. What do you do? So I do a a few different things. Um, Overall, I'm a creative. Um, One of the main things I do where where everything I started from was uh, music. Um, I'm a a turntablist. So I do edits and remixes of my beats and stuff. Mm -hmm. But um, how everything started was through music. So uh, I'm a turntablist. I have a brand called Good Mood. Mm -hmm. Um, Also um, a creative space as well. We have the storefront in the front of the space and then the rest of the space is a creative space for mm-hmm. for creatives and um yeah i do a little bit of graphic designing i do uh video editing um the list goes on and on yeah <laughs> just kind of a, a jack of all trades the the two things that i know you from for sure are definitely good mood i've used this space before um and then you, you are a, a really good dj <laughs> I think those are two of Thank the things you. that we're going to kind of talk about today, mainly the space, but not just the space, but the crowd that this space kind of attracts and the people that are here. And then we'll talk about a little of your, your turntabling, a little bit of your DJing, because I think we can, we can connect pretty well on that. Um, my first question for you is, have you always been this creative person? Have you always been kind of doing the arts, doing the creative stuff? Um... In the creative side, I mean, you know, before, back in the days, um, you know, like middle school, going into high school mm-hmm. is when I started DJing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I didn't know I was, I didn't know about the creative aspect in that, in that sense, like what a creative was, you know. Um, I always thought like, you know, creating, but never really dug into it to a later far into um, when I started DJing in Los Angeles and realized that I wanted to start a fashion brand and, uh, yeah, so just, I think it came out a little later. Mm-hmm. When when you say you didn't really know what that meant as being a creative, when you were a DJ, when you first started, what was it for you? What what would you have called that? Um, I in the beginning I thought you know a little hobby, you know, yeah. as, as a hobby, and yeah. then uh, you know, um, you know, just pushing it, seeing where where I could go with it. Started uh, messing with, uh, so I got turntables and realized that that was like a, you know, a, a thing. And uh, yeah, I think um, probably for my, my parents for sure, they always been around uh, fashion and stuff. So I think with fashion and music, I know there was like creativity with it, but um, the, it goes even farther with it, you yeah. know, so. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, to my left, you guys are hearing the audio. We're recording some video, but there's a bunch of records on my left have you do you have boxes of these are these um i have records i don't have boxes of milk crates um i'm actually uh working on a a beat set so uh uh, yeah i'm little by little you know looking for um vinyl Mm -hmm. but uh yeah just for like a set you know i I wouldn't go into it and get crazy with it because there's just so much music to get you know but for sure for like a 90s hip-hop set you know yeah a lot of good vinyl yeah is necessary yeah yeah do you um do you find that you have to be creating like all the time, like every single day? You know what? Um, I've been working on my little routine and a little structure on Monday and Tuesdays uh, this year. And uh, um, 
yeah, I've been literally creating every Monday and Tuesday to create yeah. content for the weekend. Yeah. Let me tell you, it feels so good. Yeah, yeah, when you're creating, when you're like, you know, growing, when you're learning new things, you always feel good, you know? Yeah, man. So did you just, was that new? Is that pretty new for you? Yes. Um, well, last year it was like a little up and down because I just re- reopened my space up, yeah. you know, through the pandemic and just yeah. working through everything, kind of like testing things out and yeah, see yeah, yeah. see the, the flow. Um, but yeah, um, I've been working on uh, this year, uh, the last like three weeks already. Mm-hmm. Um, this is 2022. Yes. Happy new year, by the way. Happy new year. Happy new year. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been, um, Monday and Tuesday, been creating content, getting creatives coming through, uh, dancers, DJs, producers, mm-hmm. uh, actors, literally any, any type of uh, creative in that yeah. field. So that's great. Mondays and Tuesdays people. Um, when, when you're in the mood to create or maybe you're not in the mood to create but what do you use to kind of stimulate the brain a little bit like what do you use maybe for inspiration so first off you know it's music Mm -hmm. uh one uh one label brand that i follow and been following for a minute and the reason why i'm still dj right now um is a selection i'm sure you heard of them yes 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 yeah i uh i definitely uh been looking up to them and i uh definitely uh really um get inspired by their music yeah by their creations even they have like other things other things going on as well mm-hmm. so they're definitely a big inspiration i always pop on a, a broadcast uh put on a, a selection radio show mm-hmm. and uh yeah like yesterday i was listening to one of their ones that they started with like seven years ago yeah you know yeah, and yeah. just going back into like you know where it was or where they started from and yeah you know inspirational things you know looking up at other other um artists creatives that are doing the same thing mm-hmm. you know but at a higher scale you know mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah that's awesome when um what sort of maybe you have an idea you you maybe you're, you're looking through this beat set and you have an idea what are some what are some ways that when you're starting to create or when you have that inspiration what are some ways that you maybe scratch at an idea like it's there's an idea that you have in your head and it's kind of itching how how do you kind of dig a little deeper how do you kind of validate something that you maybe you're feeling so for music as in a mix i um I mean, first off, I, when I look at for mu- I, when I look for music, because I'm a digger, I love digging for music. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I find something that like really hits, but for the most part, what I say hits, it's you know, there's so much music out there, you know. So I find things that are like good music, so yeah. stuff that makes you feel good. It's not you know um, a lot more instrumentals, yeah. some vocals, but yeah. not too too much. Um, I love edits. I love remixes. Mm-hmm. I love uh, I love when stuffs like flip to a whole other like genre, yeah, and uh, it just hits and it sounds even better than the original. Yeah, when I I'm finding because I do primarily house music, I tend to stay away from anything that I've already heard before. Do you do you try to do the same thing? I do the same thing, yeah. yeah. And yeah. sometimes I have stuff that are just instrumentals too. Yeah. So um, without the vocals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anything that's good. Um, when uh when you dj or you can apply this to anything maybe fashion maybe the graphic design stuff that you've done what are some of the the rules that you break as we'll start with the dj because that's what you do the most do you do you have any rules that as a dj you tell that to other djs and they go why why do you why do you do that what are some rules? yeah so for me um i uh tend to get like tired of a song real fast like when i'm playing it so I'll uh, play the song anywhere from like 30 seconds, 45 seconds, minute, minute and a half when yeah. the song has, you know, uh-huh. three minutes uh-huh. to it. So I like to pick and choose the best parts of the song. Okay. Cut. 
Uh, sometimes there's wordplay with songs. So like you'll hear like something in one song and I'll end it and I'll loop it. And then I'll throw in the next song with that same wording, but make it like a sentence kind yeah, of yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, there's so many different things you could do up and down, throw a acapella in with the beat, mm-hmm. uh, throw a beat with the acapella, mm-hmm. scratching, mm-hmm. cutting. Um, I, I do a little bit more than a, a normal DJ does. I still got that, uh, um, you know, like the old school turntableist, you know, yeah. a track yeah, type of feel. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, because and all, all DJs, myself included, like I'm on Pioneer stuff. It's all electronic, and I've never had to like do vinyl before. So the the obsession with maybe technique. I want to talk about technique a little bit. What sorts of ways, like daily, do you try to improve technique? Would you say that it's just getting behind the decks and playing stuff? Like what what is it? What happens that yeah. makes it maybe easier for you to do live or things like that? Yeah. Um. One of the things I like to do too is like if I find like a really good beat beat juggle track to like mess around like to throw back throw back throw, like you know bring it in bring it in mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and mess with like could literally mm-hmm. be like 10 minutes 15 minutes mm-hmm. on one track just yeah. like playing with it yeah um but um inspiration things like i would say you know there's a lot of videos online there's a lot of uh, the djs that are doing you know tricks and stuff like that so you yeah. can like look at it and get some ideas from yeah, yeah, yeah. um but i think for the most part just really just doing it and just yeah freestyling and just coming up with your own things that you yeah. want to do and you know there's no wrong or right so yeah it's true especially in private there's no there's no pain in messing up mm-hmm. like there's no you don't have to worry about oh, messing yeah. up because there's there's nobody here at least right now there's nobody here yeah. so you can do what you need to do and you can figure some of that stuff out um what sort of rules do you like hold to like there you do you would absolutely you absolutely have to do this as a dj what are some things what are some rules that you strictly stick to so some rules that i strictly stick to so for sure once you throw a song in fully like obviously i cut my songs in here and there like i I play with it bring it in a little bit here a little bit there but once you already have it come in and it's already playing for a little bit you cannot bring another track you can't bring the other track back in yeah i know that's like a a thing that you know a lot of newer djs do and um you're learning but that's one thing for sure. I always tell myself you have to always cut it in and you can't bring the other track back. Yeah. Obviously that's a new, new thing. That's, sure, I mean, that's, sure, sure, that's sure. a, um, something, but, uh, that's one thing for sure. I don't know. I feel like I just, I do things differently. So sometimes people see my thing, like, Oh shit, that's kind of crazy. Like how you did that. Yeah, and I, yeah, I just, yeah. uh, I just have like this already like feel if I hear a song, but yeah. Yeah. That's good. Um, into the next, what sorts of maybe misconceptions about creativity have you discovered? You you said something interesting here. Like you do something, and people are like, "Wow, that's crazy! That looks like really cool, or that sounds great." What are may, what are maybe ways that has that ever surprised you that people are impressed by some of the things that you do? You know what? Yeah, I I've been uh, it's crazy even noticing this last like couple of last months, like the last end of this year. Um, like my last few of my DJ sets um, right here at op- at a uh, good mood for the open sessions that I, we host. Um, uh, I got a few comments where like people were like, "Oh man, you know, like the, the show was dope. You know, all the DJs were dope, but there's just something when you get on. You know, like it's just yeah. like an experience. It's yeah. not. It's not just like a. I don't know. We just feel your energy, and it's yeah. it's everything. So, um, I think just being really comfortable on the turntables, and obviously when I'm out in my space, I'm like at home. You know, so yeah, it's this a is home. This is home. Yeah. Yeah. So, when when you say you're comfortable behind the decks, what is that? Maybe a combination of is that. Like designing your set beforehand, is that maybe the people that are there? Is it? It is obviously being in your own space. What are some things that 
maybe help you become comfortable behind the decks? You know, I think what it is when I have my people come, you know, like my, my good move family, um, all my creatives, we got a bunch of people that are creatives and come and just yeah. vibe. And, um, a lot of these people I just, you know, barely met this last year. So, uh, I think when they come in, it's just like, you know, I feel them, they come in, I'm excited for them. They're dancing, yeah, you know, and, yes. uh, we're just vibing. We feed off each other's energy. They already know my music. They're already like, already kind of like, okay, we know Ruboy's yeah. vibe. And yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So it's it's more the people. Yeah, the people get you amped and excited. Definitely, definitely. And then also when you find those new tracks, you know, you know, you're ready to play for the week. You're ready you know, to show them. You're ready to show them off to <laughs> yep. the crowd. Yeah, yep. that's that's awesome. Yeah, I love that as a DJ because I'm, and I'm a people person. This is gonna bleed into my next question. I'm, I'm I found myself as I love people, and I'm sure you're the same way. I think we're both extroverts. I think we both love people. Would you Would you say that if nothing else was kind of a factor? If you only had people, like if you were on different decks every night, if you had different music every night, if you just had good people there, would that would that be enough? It would be good enough, but if I didn't have my music, yeah, I wouldn't be able to do it either. Though that's uh, the thing. Yeah. So true. if I had like another type of you know laptop, somebody else's music, like somebody told you, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not trying to like to my own horn, but yeah, my yeah. library is crazy. Yeah. I've been digging music since 2000 and. 10 2012 you know wow, and yeah, some of the yeah. stuff i lost in between cds and stuff yeah, like yeah, yeah. old school reggae and stuff but uh -huh. for the most part like 2014 15 wow. wow i have a lot of the same music that wow. i still play to this day and that's crazy it hits like when i first played it so yes yes that's great um and do you do you think that being a dj translates into being a good people person because i rarely find djs that aren't really extroverted do you this is this isn't supposed to be a long question or answer but like do you think that most DJs you meet are extroverts? You know, there's a lot of different types of DJs. I know um, I would say I'm more different. I mean, a lot of times people start DJing and they, you know, get into like the, you know, when you're starting off, you know, you get hyped. Like, oh, man, I got a gig in Hollywood and yeah, all this stuff. It's yeah. cool. It's great. But once you start going into the scene and realize, like, wait a minute, you know, after a couple of years, it yeah, showed me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, realize that, hey, I actually don't like DJing in Hollywood where people don't really know who I am and uh, okay. don't really care about the DJ, you know? Interesting. They just yeah. care about more the music, yeah. the hype and stuff. Yeah. So um, some people get into DJing and they like that. And they're like, hey, you know what? This is actually cool. I like this kind of fame feel, I guess. Sure, sure, sure. Um, but I realize a lot of things about it in the promoter field. And yeah. it's like a, a whole little, little politics thing that yeah. got going on over there. But uh, um, it's a great experience, though. Um, I know I'm going off topic, but yeah, uh, I think uh, a lot of DJs get into it and they, you know, they think of something and then it comes out to something else. So for me, um, why I'm still DJing right now is because I stay true to my vision of mm -hmm. what I believe in, which is good music. Yeah. There's so much music in the world. And um, I feel to believe that, uh, you know, why only stick to one genre and why only stick to one type of uh, um one type of, uh, yeah, one genre, one type of, like, you know, style. Because there's, there's a lot of different types of uh, music out there, and there's a lot of good music. And, yeah. you know, one of the big things, how we can change the world is if we're listening to good music, you know? Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's good. That's great. Um, I know, and I don't know too much of this history, so it would be interesting to hear what you have about it. You, correct me if I'm wrong, built, pretty much built this out from nothing. Yes? Yeah. Okay. So... Before that, how long ago was that, by the way? So this was 2019. 2019. Yeah. You got this place and it was in shambles. Yeah. So we actually had this space for a minute. Um, 
but we left for a little while. Okay. I opened up a storefront in uh, Boyle Heights, okay. but decided to come back to my stomping grounds mm -hmm. after this uh, transformational training that I took. It uh, literally woke me up and uh, pretty much gave me my vision of what I really needed to do. And yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I came back over here and I did a whole transformation in this building. It was like a whole year spent, um, you know, with my, my transformation and all my stuff that I was going on with and just like refocusing, just reconnecting with myself and um yeah pretty much did everything from demolition electricity lighting yeah, yeah, yeah. concrete yeah. drywall yeah. uh new windows yeah everything it yeah. was uh it was a journey but uh I'm it sure was it definitely was. worth it <laughs> what what sorts of did it i'm sure this happened to you but i'm sure you're such i mean i know you're a great person but there are obviously people out here who are telling you like you couldn't do this were there people telling you you couldn't, that couldn't happen yeah i remember uh had a couple of friends come and I, I would like you know um invite people to come support me and uh come help out yeah and i see them kind of looking at me like what are you doing what are you what are you getting yourself into this is like yeah. you're not gonna be able to do this i'm like you know and even sometimes too for myself uh, there was months that i like a whole i remember this whole month i was like doing so much stuff and i realized i didn't it looked the space looked exactly the same as it looked last month wow and i was kind of like down discouraged mm -hmm. yeah there's some hard times for sure yeah. and um yeah a, a lot of people were like tripping out even my dad too he was he tripped out i think one of the, the most special moments though when he was like telling me he was proud of me i was like damn because yeah. he's seen this how it was and He's seen me and he know, I mean, everybody, all my friends and family know, they've known me for a couple years already. They know that I put a lot of work into this building. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, special to me. Yeah. It's, it's your baby. It is. And, and what kinds of, we're going to, I'm going to segue into a little bit about the discipline and productivity and execution here. But when you had to, when you had that transformation moment, you don't have to go into detail, but did you have to kind of get rid of a lot of stuff? Like, was there, were there other things that were happening in your life that you just had to like put a hard stop to? Yeah, I stopped a lot of things. I stopped. So I pretty much paused my brand. Yeah. I paused good mood for uh, a whole year. Yeah. I also paused, paused. I, I not even paused. I stopped completely stopped DJing in Hollywood. Wow. I only started DJing at gigs that really, really, really um, were special to me or the people that I was DJing for were special to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I paused pretty much every single thing that I was doing. Um, I was in a transformational training too in the in the mix of it, so yeah. it, that actually helped me keep me busy. But at the same time, I, mean, I was right here just working on my space, literally yeah. um, by myself yeah. sometimes. And uh, yeah, yeah, um, that's awesome. That's great. And finding things that mattered to you, and those were the things that became important, rather than all this other stuff that was. Mm -hmm. Hollywood and maybe flashing lights and all this stuff, but really focusing on something that mattered to you. That's great. Um, what are what are some skills that you've built up? And I can maybe you're a, a drywall technician now because you've done <laughs> drywall before. But what are some skills that you've built up that aid in your success? As now, you know, you're a DJ. You own a clothing brand. You own this this space. What are what are some skills that you've built up that maybe help in those areas? Maybe just general skills that you yeah, have. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, I feel like a lot of things that I learned this year, even into like everything, like from photo Photoshop, I learned mm -hmm. a lot of new things with Photoshop, mm -hmm. new things with uh, Premiere um, yeah. for uh, video editing. Yeah. Some cool uh, skills in that, as well as, um, I mean, I feel like I'm always learning things. I, that's one thing I always know. I'm always learning things and I'm always like creating things. So, yeah. Um, to go into your question, Sorry, what was that question again? Yeah, Sorry. what are what are some skills that you've built up that aid in your success as maybe a DJ, as a brand owner, 
Um, I think one of the ones, main ones, I would say the top one that just clicked in my head is connecting, is connecting with things and really being present because a lot of times, you know, we uh, have so much stuff going on through the day and we forget like, wait a minute, you know, like, hey, did we really connect with this person or, um, you know, being present in in your day and knowing exactly what you're doing, remembering what you're doing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Do you, do you, um, do you follow up with people? If if you feel that you maybe missed an opportunity or a moment with somebody, do you follow up? Um, for the most part, I say I would say I do. Yeah, I I do. Yeah. Does that help? It definitely helps. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Like uh, a lot of times, you know, there's we have a lot of stuff going on. Like sometimes I have like a few people here at a time, and you know, I, I like to I like to be a good host. So yeah, I'm yeah, always yeah. like making sure everybody's good. You know, saying hi, introducing yeah. people to each other. Yeah. And um, if I feel sometimes that I, because uh, you know, even sometimes we feel like we don't. And a lot of times maybe somebody else feels like, oh, you know, they left me out or didn't yeah, really connect yeah, with me yeah, as well. Yeah. Or I didn't give them that chance. Uh, yeah, I definitely try to uh, reach out and um, connect for sure. Yeah, the, that's good. That's great. Connecting is, is good. I'm going to this is a quote that I have from a book. I want to hear your thoughts on it um, because you're in the middle of planning a beat set. So this is a great question. Um, the quote is, you never want the planning to inhibit the natural evolution of your work. You never want the planning to inhibit the natural evolution of your work. How, how do you prevent yourself from over planning or under planning? How do you find that sweet spot of planning just enough up to a point and then you let things be? Yeah, no, that's actually a really, a really good one because a lot of times even I've had experiences of friends like, you know, tell me they're in a block and they're working on something, but then they're blocked because they're you know, want everything to be, to be perfect. Yes. But there's no such thing as perfect. There's no such thing as perfect. But there is such thing as excellence. Mm. So okay. excellence Keep is going. pretty much, you know, it looks right. It, it's good. It's right there and it's, it passes, you know? Yeah. You, you can't, go for perfect every time we go for perfect we're just going to keep finding something and something and something yeah. and something yeah, next yeah, thing yeah. you know the idea that uh thought that creation you end up getting kind of like hey you know i don't want to do this no more yeah so yeah. a lot of times for me i notice is when i do things i like to hop on it and you know finish it and complete it and uh you know already move into the next project yeah. if i can you know so yeah. Even going to like um, a shoot, I've been shooting, like I said, Monday and Tuesdays. Yes. And, um, you know, a lot of the stuff I get, I try to create something from it right away and then, you know, get bits and pieces of it and get the best parts of it and, mm-hmm. you know, move on. Because a lot of times we do do that, especially as a creative. We yeah. look for the perfect, we, we want a perfect so much because we know, we know ourselves and we know we could yeah. do a little bit better. We could yeah. do a little bit better. And yeah. we look and then next thing you know, we're in our heads. Yeah. And, and one of the great things is nobody knows that it's not perfect nobody ever notices when something's not perfect it's all us Mm -hmm. it's it's even the people close to us are like no this looks great and you're like no there's there's 13 things wrong with this thing (laughs) i have to go back to it and i have to look at it again but a lot of the times nobody ever really and that's real like that's not even like a cliche like nobody ever really knows when something maybe doesn't go wrong Mm -hmm. right like or you you put something out there on the internet like photo video you you (laughs) do a rebrand and nobody notices when it goes wrong and you're like oh my gosh i spent a whole afternoon or a whole day obsessing over these tiny little details that in the end don't really matter because you've you've just you've created something that's excellent like you said like Mm -hmm. it passes a couple of those minimum criteria that you might have and it's good 
and you know that those are the things. To maybe we can get a little more specific regarding a beat set or regarding this stuff that we've DJ. We've talked about kind of like digging for new music and stuff like that. What are maybe two or three of the criteria you look for in a beat set before you say this is good? Pack that, ship it. Um, so there's a few things, but usually when I hear the first 30 seconds of a song, I'll know right away. And um, I just have this certain type of sound and hearing that I hear that I want to hear, you know. So a lot of it is instrumentals. I love synths. I love a um, a good, like, even tracks that have vocals on it, but not too much vocals. It can even be, like, just hooks that are in it. Um, I love remixes. I love hearing samples of reggae samples in in, uh, tracks. Yeah. but yeah, other than that, I uh, I just look for something that makes me feel good. Like I want to hear it. I'm like yeah. listen to it. I'm like, okay, this this is this feels yeah. right. This yeah. feels right. Perfect. That's great. Um, we you t- you talked about um, block writers block DJ block photography block. Do you? Uh, I mean, some people call this like a rut. They're in a rut. They just can't get out. What what's your solution when you reach a block? When I reach a block, I notice. When I even say block two, sometimes it also could be when you're in a funk. Mm-hmm. I notice reaching out, focusing out. So even, um, for instance, I notice like for, when I'm like trying to create something, like I'm creating, yeah. I realize, I was like, wait a minute, you know, when I'm trying to create something for myself, you know what? Let me do something for somebody else. And then when you see that and you realize and you're like, oh shit, I did this for somebody. Yeah. I can, you know, obviously I could do this for me, but. I feel like for myself, I like to focus out and help others. Yeah. And um, that helps me out on my blocks. Really? Even having conversations, like just calling up people that that uh, that know you or that um, that are in the same type of field that you are as well. Yeah. yeah. Just reaching out and uh, focusing out. Just even just having a conversation, just like calling, say what's up, you know, because sometimes, you know, when you're in that block, sometimes you don't want to talk to people too, yeah. you know, or yeah. in your funk, you don't want to talk to people. And yeah. And, and kind of similar to the, um, similar to making things perfect, it's all in your head. Mm-hmm. And so if you have somebody just reaffirm something very simple to you, like, oh, Justin, like, you're good, man. Like, it's good to hear from you. Like, hope everything's going well. Your set last night was great. Or your Instagram looks popping and you're like, oh, yeah, like, it kind of is. And Yeah, and yeah like, that's another thing, too. We, we get to acknowledge each other and all the little things. So a lot of times we're like okay we did it done and you're just like wait a minute yeah. that was a big thing and sometimes we don't see it as a big thing it's like no dude you did this last night like yeah. that's what you did and this is which how you ended the year or you know this event that you did was super dope and yeah. we're just like okay on to the next one that was cool but i've noticed that i like to um you know embrace it and acknowledge it and yeah. even acknowledge yourself like hey yeah. good job justin you did that yeah you know you created that yeah people everybody here is having a good time yeah everybody here is connecting with people everybody here is um you know, in a good mood because of you, you know, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it allows you to slow down and just take and like you said, like take in the moment where creatives sometimes they want to they want to start something. They get 70 percent done and then they start the next thing. And as they're finishing it, they're like, cool, swipe on to the next thing. And they're they're always doing that. And then your work is never fulfilling mm-hmm. and, and you never you never at least even feel like the work that you're doing is fulfilling because you're moving so quickly. Um, so I, I love that's that's good advice for everybody out there because I realize that I've done that. I realize that I'm I'm prone to just like starting something, finishing, moving on as quick. I'm always like two weeks ahead. Mm-hmm. Now maybe like one week ahead. So I'm I'm still paring back even on that. But like it's so important to sit there and go like, wow, like this was a success. 
like to acknowledge that the things that you're creating and the things that you're you know DJing, writing, photographing, videoing, mm-hmm. whether you're writing maybe stuff for your blog or you're a script because you're an actor, an actress, or a director, whatever, like acknowledging the successes and the wins that you have, I think are so much more important than what you actually create as when you're doing fulfilling work and, and when you're learning to feel fulfilled by the work that you're doing. Um, yeah, that's, I think that's good. I think that's, that's really, really good. good. What, um, I'm, I'm going to, this is something that's really interesting. I read this in a book, um, by this guy, his name is Scott Belsky, CEO of Behance. I think you know what Behance is. They do a, it's a graphic design portfolio, like network for designers and creatives and like architectures and people like that. Um, this guy's in his book, he talks about something called insecurity work. And I'm going to describe this to you in the best way that I can. Insecurity work is work that you do throughout the day that is you can't take any action on, um, that you're not learning anything from, and that you can't put on the back burner for like a project. It's just work that you do that even could be done at the end of the day in five minutes. For me, I'm going to give you some examples. It's checking Instagram. It's watching YouTube videos until 1 a.m. that are irrelevant to anything that I'm doing. (laughs) Um, It's um, checking even just notifications on my phone or on my watch, Um, not killing ideas quickly enough, Um, revisiting projects that I know are done but just want to look at them or something like that. Those are some versions of insecurity work for me. And what I've come to in my head is insecurity work is, is... work that I'm doing when I'm bored and I don't want to start new work for whatever fear, fill in the blank, fear of perfection, fear of it not being good enough or something. So what is some insecurity work that you've done, maybe you do now or that you've, you did in the past that you have to keep away from during your day to day so you're not maybe wasting time? Hmm. Insecurity work. I never heard of that one. That's an, it's a new one for me. So if I, it's, it's very interesting. But yes, insecurity work. What is some stuff that you have to stay away from? Hmm. You know what's crazy? Nothing rings a bell right now in my, my head right now. Insecurity yeah. work. I mean, hmm. You would consider yourself a pretty habitually creative person, enough that you're just kind of always always moving. The ball's kind of always rolling for you. Um, hmm. I'm trying to think. I'm, I think I'm just blank right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, insecurity work. Um, you might even, I might even say this is like, you know, like spend, like spending your time wisely, like even just throughout the day. But this is, I mean, there's no right answer to this question and we can even start from there, which is maybe you don't do a whole lot of insecurity work. What, what kinds of ways do you maybe schedule your day to prevent yourself from, being in a low, like even days like today, like we're here, it's nine ish, nine thirty ish in the morning. You have some other people that are going to be in this space later today. What are some ways that maybe you schedule out your week to make sure that stuff's going on, that you're, you're still doing stuff. What are some ways you schedule out your week? Um, some ways I schedule out my week. Um, so first off I look at my rentals that I have and then between the rentals, I know I have, you know, certain days that I have open yeah. And from those days I have open, I'm usually trying to create something. I'm inviting people over yeah. to um, to network, yeah. to come, you know, mess with music, yeah. um, photo shoots, uh, videos. Um, just I think I think the main thing uh, this year is you know creating content and uh, creating new things. So yeah. 
um yeah i'm like on a little a uh, little creating uh rampage right now yeah yeah you're just <laughs> doing stuff right now yeah yeah, yeah. You, got, you had a shoot was it earlier this week um i had a shoot i had week? a few shoots i had actually a shoot yesterday yeah we did a, a video we did like a live performance and a, also a little photo shoot okay and then the day before that i had two photo shoots and then as well as some video stuff going on with some yeah. dancers yeah 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 and then uh, the weekend as well. Like we've, I've been, I just been going, going ham. Yeah, dude, it's the new year. It's, it's a great time to, to be, like, ready to go. Yeah, it's, it's, it's no, good. It, You're riding that energy for everybody. And I think for us as, as creatives, some, some people don't ride this energy for very long. They get into the new year. It lasts, you know, maybe until the end of January. If people get lucky, some people it's like two weeks and then they're just kind of done. Yeah, yeah. What, yeah. what do you do to kind of keep that? keep that fire alive in you i know we t- we talked about it a little bit at the beginning where mm-hmm. you're only doing things that really matter to you you're only you were only taking dj gigs at a certain time that mattered to you because of the community or the music that they played things like that how do you continue to keep that spark throughout your year because it's i mean it's going to be going on until we're in we're in the grave so like what are some ways that you keep the spark alive so a few different things i do um one of the things, and one of the things I'm actually grateful to do this year, because uh, I had a I had a surgery that was holding me back from it, is uh, fitness, working out. Nice. So working yeah. out has definitely been helping me um, with that, as well as obviously creating. Yeah. I can't stress so much about it, but creating is like one of the main things. Like when you're creating things, I feel like that's what sparks you, and then things that you actually like. So it's like a lot of times we're creating things for other people, mm. and it's cool. But when you're creating your own work, yeah. like for yourself, yeah. it's more special, you know. Yeah. And, um, yeah, the open sessions has been also, uh, I'm doing those uh, every month. So those give me like that creative inspiration. Cause in the same time we're creating, um, a space for creatives to, you know, be free. Yeah. And, uh, that definitely is something, um, and, uh, yeah. So this year as well, I'm going to be starting my good mood events. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm going to plan on doing two or three this year. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I'm going to be starting back up with those events. Those are gonna be like actual real events because yeah. the open sessions are more like open space for creatives it's not yeah. really an event people yeah. come don't really dress up they just yeah, yeah, come yeah. hang and just yeah. let go um so i'm excited for that uh but yeah man just you know creating new things i think that's the main thing this year is just really creating and uh you know putting out you know um great go- content dropping new collections yeah yeah um you know i have a a future uh, dance battle that we're going to be doing here nice. in good mood too that so that's great yeah, so it. just like creating little, little new things. Uh, in two weeks, we have a, or yeah, a little less. Yeah, like about two weeks, we have our first good mood hike to okay. Griffith Park. Yes. So, yeah, that's you know, great. just building things out in the community, you know, and just getting people together. And uh, yeah, I think the the main thing is, you know, connecting with people because I think that's the what we need the most right now, you know? Yeah, yeah is to be in connection with people. Mm-hmm. That's great. Um, my my very last question, because this is a good note to end on, I like it. Um, what What part of your job that you do is secretly is tiring but nobody sees what part of your job is kind of like a little bit tiring a little bit like sweaty or something but nobody really sees it when they come here what part of it is maybe secretly tiring uh one of the things that's tiring is funny because i've been talking about it for a minute and uh is hosting okay because you know there's a lot of people that come in all the time and it can be, you know, I remember this one, t- uh, this time last year, I had a, um, a boxing class, intro boxing class that was here all the time. Yeah. A dance class that was here all the time. Yeah. 
actually two different dance classes and then photo shoots coming back to back and it was great i mean it was great but it was get pretty because everybody knows you you know so yeah everybody's you know you get bring the energy you know hey yeah, this yeah. is good mood yeah, you know yeah, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> so hosting is, is definitely uh something for sure um but i like it i, I do like it it's just sometimes you know you need a break so uh this year um i get to delegate more stuff and uh nice not be in the space all the time you know okay. that's a that's good when you have to when you have the luxury to do that mm-hmm. push that up to somebody else yeah so spend some time to recharge that's exactly good. This is perfect. Um, this has been a fantastic conversation with you, Justin. I'm glad we got to connect. Yeah, man. Glad we got Thank to you. Speak about some of the things that you love and some of the things that you do and what motivates you. Um, for everybody who's listening and for the people who are watching, all of Justin's information. So we're at what we have at Good Mood. Yeah, at Good Mood LA on Instagram. Good Mood LA, and then we have the Creative Space. Yes, which is at Good Mood Creative Space. Creative Space on Instagram. And you are. Uh, my page is uh, rudeboy underscore la at rudeboy underscore la on Instagram. If you guys are in LA looking for a space to rent, I'll also leave the Pure Space booking link in the descriptions of wherever this thing ends up, so that if you want to come by, meet Justin, see the space, use it, you'll have the ability to do that. Otherwise, that's all that I have for today, Justin. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Of course, been, thank it's you. Been, it's been a real gem. Yeah, it was um, fun. I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace. Peace.